Hello and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you are tuning in, and hope that you would be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Amen. And so it's a fun time. It's a fun time. Well, let's get into the Word of God. My ravens are playing and I, I vow to the Lord I won't watch it because I won't get upset before service i need a clear mind <laughs> but good news is they're winning 18 to 9 the last time i checked praise god i can preach a little better now amen let's not lose the league and i have no notifications coming up so i'm all right <laughs> clear head amen let's go into our series uh that we're on today also lastly um our, one of our churches today is launching their first service. Y'all pray for River Life Church. It comes alive today. We are so proud of Pastor G. He's preached in the pulpit multiple times here. We ordained him early in February to start this ministry in Winchester. And we're so excited. I forgot to tell y'all last Sunday, our other church in Chicago, Destiny Life, um, Destiny Christian, Destiny Changers Christian Fellowship, I'm sorry started their first gatherings last uh, Sunday and it was a great turnout and so we're traveling to, to we're traveling today after service to go down there in Winchester so we can witness this first uh, launch Sunday and I'm I'm godly proud of him and what he's doing and we'll be with him shortly but there is a word from the Lord go with me to well Hold off there. I'll get you there in a second. We started a series last week called The Uniqueness of Christ. And in this series, it was inspired by the devotional by Barry Chant, which is called The Uniqueness of Christ. Uh, and the premise of this series is to explore how Jesus is unique from all others and how there has never been anyone like him to walk the face of the earth. And so the goal of this series is to encourage us to continue obedience. And those of you who may not know Jesus to put your trust in the Lord. So last week we talked about how Jesus is unique in his person, that he's fully God and man. Uh, this week I want to talk about how he's unique in his power. Amen. I want to go to Hebrews, the first chapter. It is not my base verse, but it is. I have multiple scriptures that are going to support this argument this morning. That Jesus, among all the rest, is unique in his power and what he does. Amen. All right, so here we go. Let me start off by doing this, that Jesus is unique in his power because he is all powerful. When the Bible speaks of God, it speaks of him as being all powerful or omnipotent. The word omnipotent, ladies and gentlemen, comes from two Latin words, um, and it, which, means, and, uh, which means power. Hence, God of the Bible is the God of all power. Say all power. This is what leads us to Hebrews chapter one, verse three, when it states, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Meaning the Hebrew writer is saying that who being the brightness of his glory, talking about how Jesus is the visible manifestation of the invisible God. They asked Jesus, oh, show us the father. Jesus said, you're looking at him because if you're looking at if you see me, then you see the father. I'll give you an example. When you see my son, you see me. 
When you see any family member, especially the head, all right, Dom, all right, you got jokes. Amen. We got big heads. All right, I understand. All right, Dom. I'm going to get you. You ain't going to see it coming. But here we go. When you see him, you see me. All right? Though you can't visibly see the father, the father put himself, you can see him expressed through his son, Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so he's the express image of God. Therefore, he is equal to his father because they all share the same power. So why is this important? In polytheistic faith where gods have limited and special powers, but none of them will say they have absolute power or are all powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, it is well documented throughout history from prehistory and earliest records of ancient Egyptian religion and ancient Mesopotamian religion and to religious uh, prevalent during uh, classical antiquity and such ancient Greek religion and uh, Roman religion and ethnic religions and Germanic, uh, uh, Germanic and Slavic and Baltic paganism and Native American religions. What is all I'm saying is that before uh, God chose a people to come unto himself, most of the world, ladies and gentlemen, were polytheistic, meaning they believed in multiple gods, multiple deities. Many cultures, ladies and gentlemen, as I just spilled out, don't, don't, they did not necessarily believe that there is one God who is all-powerful. These polytheistic gods, even when we get to Greek mythology, ladies and gentlemen, Greek mythology will show you that those certain gods had power and it was limited, but they weren't all-powerful. The Christian faith, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call monotheism, which means is that we believe in the power. Uh, we believe in one God. Not only just us, but Jews believe the same thing, and as well as uh, the Muslims. They believe that too. They believe that too. However, everyone will say, well, all religions are the same, which I've already expressed that it's not. Because, again, there's people who believe when you get to Hinduism and all that stuff, that's multiple deities polytheistic, which is very important. That means that if you really put it in context, you're really looking at different gods to solve a need. So if I need a healing, I can't pray to the sun god to bring me healing. (laughs) I'm just saying, they say Jesus don't make sense. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying like, I'm just putting it out there. You get where I'm coming from. So here we go. Here we go. Here, here's why this is important, because when we talk about uniqueness of Christ and we talk about Jesus and how he came, ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about it, Jesus power was on a whole nother display. There's people, ladies and gentlemen, who were trying to equivalent the power of Christ to him using some form of divination, meaning some form of witchcraft, because this man was unique. He wasn't like any of those who came before him. He wasn't like any of the messengers that came before him, ladies and gentlemen, because he is it. What do I mean, ladies and gentlemen, in football or basketball in the sports world, they have this idea and they coin it, he is him, meaning that that's that dude on the court or on football field, all of that, that's him. He is him. 
There's a lot of pretenders, but there's only one him. That's Jesus. There's a lot of people claimed a lot of things, but they died and they're gone. But this man claimed to be God and he lived a holy life set apart without sin. And guess what? Told people that he was going to die. And then he got up. He is Hey, TCF family, it's Elder Bloomy, and I would like to invite you guys out to join us on November 12th for our Momentum Senate. We are asking that everybody contribute at least $78 or more, whatever the Lord places on your heart to give, towards our $20,000 year-end offering. This will help us with our current initiatives and our future initiatives that we have coming up. Please don't forget, join us on November 12th for Momentum Sunday. And remember, transformation starts Why is this important, ladies and gentlemen? Because Jesus shows us that, number one, he has power over death. Jesus was the only one who had the power to take back his life after death. His resurrection was physical, not spiritual. His resurrection, what I mean by that, he did not come back in a spiritual suit. He came back in his physical body, meaning that Jesus shows us that how we will be, will those who died in Christ, how we will have, ladies and gentlemen, a, 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 a glorified body Amen. that is able to really transport and really go anywhere. Because and when you see Jesus and when he showed signs and proves, this is another thing I like about Jesus. Jesus took a 40-day uh, celebration run. To show all of you who may have doubted that he is alive. And they knew he was alive because the scripture would say that they made up a factor saying that they stole his body. And they've been saying it ever since then. And people have believed this lie that started over 2,000 years ago. So if you cannot, what do you do to fight a truth? What you do is you put out so many lies and lies and lies and make it be true so that it can overshadow what the real truth is. That's what the enemy does. What he does is try to blind people of the real, uh, of the truth that is found in the fact that Jesus is a risen savior. He is the risen savior. And because he is, that means he has to be the one and true God. I'm trying to get you to believe this in your soul. So, cause, because there's a lot of people that want to combat this truth. Well, how about this? The white man put it in there. And this and that. And this and that. And why I keep saying all of this? Because this is what you hear on the constant. This is only, every time I scroll through TikTok, it's something else. Every time I scroll on Instagram, it's something else. Why? And if you're not founded in the truth of God's word, what's going to happen is you're going to start, maybe they right. Maybe they are hiding something from me. And you know what that is? That's the typical playbook of the enemy. What do I mean? He's been doing it since day one. Come with me to the garden. Did God really say that? You know what it really is, that if you really ate of it, you'd be just like him. And you know that's deception because they already were like him. They were already made like him because the deception is God is keeping something from me. And you know the reality is there are things God keeps from you. But then things that you need to know, he's made himself moan that you that, that's enough to go off of. That's enough to go off of. 
Here we go. Revelations 1, verse 18. I got to move. And I am he who lives. This is Jesus saying this. And was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Meaning that he holds all the power in his hands. He took the keys of death. And the grave, it does not have power over us. If he did not do it, then the grave would have power over us. We would not, we would be doomed and in damnation. There would not be no eternal reward set up for us at all, other than eternal damnation. That's it. You would be bound forever, lost, never having connection with the true God. But Jesus said, I am alive. This is in the book of Revelation. I am the one who lives forevermore. Amen means so be it unto me. He says, so be it unto me. I am who who lives. (laughs) I am alive forevermore. Why is this also important? Because this also shows you that, again, Jesus is a one-stop shop. He also has power over nature. What are you talking about? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? And how is it that you have no faith? Verse 41, this is where the disciples were at. And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? And God gave me a revelation this morning. You want to know why the sea obeyed him? It's because it was through his word. They recognized the word of his mouth. (laughs) Ah, The Bible would tell us in in, in John chapter 1 that he's the word. Hallelujah. And what happened when God the Father spoke the word and said, let there be, the word went to work. And so when the word speaks and Jesus being the word starts to speak, oh my God, creation has no other choice but to bow down to its creator. Oh, my God, because when the word gets to work, uh, that's why you got to know the word in your mouth, uh, because when you say the word out of your mouth, the word has to go the action. Oh, man. Jesus, oh, my God, the disciples told Jesus, your words are life, because when you start speaking the word of God, life is coming out of your, out of your mouth. Look at somebody say you got to speak it. He got power over nature. I don't have to pray to a a bell to send down rain Ah, or to send down fire. Why? Because I got a God God who who created this and that it got to bow down to what he says. All right. It got to bow down to what he says, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because he has power over it. Oh, man. Not only that, ladies and gentlemen, but when we go to Matthew 4, 23, like I said, I'm going to give you a Bible and walk you down. And Jesus went about all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sicknesses. It said, and all kinds of disease among the people, ladies and gentlemen, that ladies and gentlemen, I don't got to go to a God that specializes in one type of sickness or specializes in one type of disease. I have a God that specializes and all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of disease. He said, oh my God, he sent his word and he healed all disease. 
Oh, man. Look at somebody say he's all-powerful. He's the omnipotent one. That means everything is under his control. And can I help somebody who may be going through grief this morning? The very fact of the matter is this. Dolby, just because your loved one didn't get healing on this side does not mean he didn't have the power to do it. It just means that he wanted to just bring them on the other side because their work has been done. Let me tell you something. God gave them something a little better on the other side. I, no more crying, no more tears, no more sickness in my body. It's been swallowed up. My God, hallelujah. My God in here. Woo, I praise you this morning because the simple fact of the matter is my God got the power to do it. And guess what? Just because they didn't do it now don't mean he can and it didn't mean he wasn't willing. It would just mean he had a better suit available for him. And what God had on them couldn't last. His body couldn't take the glory that was going to be on the other side. All kinds. All kinds. I mean all kinds of sicknesses. All kinds of disease. I don't give a right. Oh my, listen. I don't care if you're going through a mental battle right now. I said all kinds. Bipolarism, schizophrenia, all kinds of disease. God can put a balance in that brain like never before. That what came out as a chemical imbalance. God corrects it. <laughs> all kinds. Oh, guys, thank you. Ah, that's no secret in what God can do. What he's done for others, my grandmother said, he'll do the same thing. All right. All kinds. Why is this great? What's the good news? Like I said, I don't got to, he got all power over all disease, over all sickness. Oh, our sickness. Not only that, but he has power over all demonic principalities and rounds. Why is that important? Because you have a real adversary called Satan. And not only is Satan, you see, can I open, expand your mind real quick? The devil is not your only adversary. I want to make this clear. You think my haters. Ooh. Nah. Let me help you understand something. You have Satan and then you have principalities. Powers. Not all of those principalities were set up by Satan. What am I telling you? In the scripture, it talks about the sons of God. And these particular sons of God, ladies and gentlemen, it could have been celestial beings that were with God. Uh, decided to go against him and they had certain power over certain regions in the world there's a principality ladies and gentlemen principalities powers all of that stuff is will I'm not here to spook you I'm here to tell you the truth so you know how to pray because not everything is held back because Satan is stopping it sometimes there's a principality in the air wars. Like I be telling, I tell y'all that Daniel example all the time because it's the greatest example of what we can see what's going on behind the scenes. 
Daniel prayed for 21 days. The angel of the Lord came to him on the 21st day and told him, listen, God heard your prayers on the first time. The problem was I was coming here to give you an answer. But the principality in Persia was holding me up from getting here. That's why you have to pray. Yeah, God has already established things in the heavens, but when that thing comes from heaven and it's trying to trickle down, you got a lot of principalities and fight to get that thing through. And what prayer does is push it through. And what prayer does is get God's attention. Not that he don't have it already, but what happens is the angels of the Lord go at back for what was sent on the earth to do because everything God has intended for it to happen must happen because his word cannot return void. So this is important because what happened is when Jesus was coming, uh, uh, when, he, when, he, when he came over, uh, let me tell you a little bit about an account in scripture where there was a man possessed with a legion of demons. When we talk about legion, he had about 10,000 of them things in him. A whole lot of them. And he couldn't control his body. He was being controlled. He was under controlled by demons. And the first thing that happened when the demons saw that he was, that Jesus had arrived, the first thing they said, did you come to cast us into and, 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 and give us judgment before our time? What am I trying to tell you? Can I help you understand another little secret? Satan, ladies and gentlemen, is, is, is not dumb. He's not ignorant. He's not fighting against God. God has no rival. No rival. I'm trying to help you understand something. God has no rival. His enemy is you. His job, because he knows his fate, is to get as many people deceived to come with him. Because now that he knows what he is his fate was, since the beginning of time, now he knows, well, I'm never going to get the glory God is, so I get it from the one he created. Yeah. Steals it from Adam. What happened? Well, he didn't steal it. Adam gave it up. <laughs> the enemy don't steal nothing. It's what we forfeit. Like the devil stole my car. He stole my... No, he didn't. He forfeited it. He stole my piece. Oh, no, he's going to rob me today. You forfeited it. Let me help you understand something. His job, he knows his fate. That's it. The demons know his fate. The fallen angels that went with him, they know their fate. The job is, is to get as many people deceived to come with them. Not to hurt God, but to hurt you. You're the one being robbed with your eyes open. Forfeiting the gift of God, which is his son. What am I telling you this for? They knew exactly who Jesus was when he got there. And they knew that when God himself is in front of them, what was about to happen? So he was like, listen, don't cast us. Look, God, put us in the pigs or something. Put us somewhere. Don't, don't. And what happened when, the, when the, the demons left that man's body? They went in the pigs and the pigs went to throw themselves in the sea and they killed themselves. What am I saying? That's because that's the power that Jesus has. There is no principality and power, but hear me and hear me good. That's a good thing for us. 
Why is that a good thing? And I know I'm jumping before my time, but this is good. The reason why it's good for us is because I'm in Christ. And when you're in Christ, ladies and gentlemen, there are just some benefits and benefits and perks to this life that you have that you didn't have before. You couldn't fight the devil beforehand, nor were you fighting the devil beforehand because there was nothing to fight against. He had you. Now I have some ammunition. Now I have the power of Jesus' name. Jesus, when he sent out the disciples, he t- and they came back to them, they were so excited. And he said, listen, hey, I've given you the power to trample over snakes and scorpions, and anything that come before you, you won't even fall to it. That's the type of power I've given you, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But he said, don't rejoice in that. That's not the part to rejoice in. The part to rejoice in is the fact that because your name was written, you get that power. <laughs> Because my name is written in the last book of life, that means when my name gets written there, I receive the power. (laughs) Not only that, ladies and gentlemen, but he has power over sin. He had power over sin. That means not only that, but this Pharisees were mad because they associate this is God in, 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 in in the person of Jesus. And what happens is, is that he forgives a man of his sin and they say who did how do you get the part right to forgive a person in their sin because I'm God God. what does that mean for you and I ladies and gentlemen that before our physical infirmity before that man's physical infirmity was healed he dealt with his spiritual condition and he forgave him of his sins and because of the power of Jesus and his oh my God in his finished work and because of what he did on the cross now all my sins have been washed away though my sin was as scarlet his blood washed it as white as snow what am I trying to tell you that everything past present and future has been put, oh my God, put under the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That means as well is that I don't have to seek a God of sin or over sin to forgive me of my sin because they couldn't forgive me of it anyway. Hallelujah. And I don't care how many deeds you kill. I don't care, oh my God, because in the Islam faith, they tell you to these different steps and you do this, 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 and that, and your sin still can't be forgiven because in order for your sin to be forgiven, there gotta be a sacrifice. And nowhere have I seen where any other deity has sacrificed of themselves because if even that were too big for man, but God so I'm not too big that I can't show you what sacrifice look like. And guess what? He's not a God that tells you to do all of these things and he ain't done it himself. I need a God who I can serve who show me what it look like to sacrifice. Who show me what it mean to send love. I don't need no God saying it and I ain't seen it demonstrated. Get out of here. Jesus is the living God and because he got facts to back it up. Show me what type of God, and I put them against my God, and I tell you they lose every time. How can you have a man that marry a 13-year-old and think that that's going to be what it is? How's that holiness? I'm trying to get you to see this for what it is, because the world is trying to tell you something different. Does that look like righteousness? But Jesus... No one take my life and let I lay it down. Lays himself on that cross. And he experiences something he never experienced. 
separation from the Father. And he knows what it means to feel like I've been forsaken. On that cross, he said, Eli, Eli, Sabathani, why have you forsaken me? He never experienced something like that before. You want to talk about agony? I know what it means. You, you want to talk about hanging for something you ain't do? I, I can tell you what it means. I'm trying to get you to see this practical. Jesus, he a different. He different. Something about him, he different. He different. He got power over sin. To forgive me of my sin, my sheet is long. I got a whole long road. And he forgave me for every single last one of them. What matter of God is this? I didn't have to jump over hoops to do it. I didn't have to jump over and do this. All I had to do was say, God, our Father, forgive me, oh God. Forgive me. Oh my God, say like David said, purge me as his Purge me until you make me more like you. Oh my God, I'm making a change of my mind to serve you today. My God, I feel like turning up here. Ah, but when you think of all that God has done, and you think of everything that you've done to betray him at times, and yet his faithfulness has still been there. Because he has power. I'll end on this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Jesus paid it all. Oh, my God, all to him I owe. Hallelujah. Sin and left, oh my God, a crimson stain. Oh, but he, I, he washed me from them all. Let me tell you something that's real to me. I'm not preaching this because it ain't real. It's real when you taste it and see of the Lord's goodness. All you can say to yourself, what type of God is this? Jesus, I praise you, who will love me like this. I feel your help, Holy Ghost. I, oh, for Jesus, say, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Thanks, thanks for saving me. Yeah, I feel that old knowing it on me. Yes, my God in here. Hey. I gotta move. Not only does he have power over sin, power over demons, demons, power over disease, power over nature power over death but lastly he has power for provision ladies and gentlemen when that little boy came with what he had it wasn't much to feed the five thousand hallelujah what he had two loaves of bread five loaves of fish or something and yet he took what that was hallelujah I didn't have to pray to a god of provision come on come on come on to seek a specific deity. <sighs> Look at somebody say, Jesus is a one-stop shop. A one-stop shop. Woo! I didn't have to go there to get brakes. I didn't have to go there to get tires. I didn't have to go there to get an oil change. One-stop shop. 
They said, Master, we don't got nothing besides this little boy lunch. Jesus said, he looked at that. He said, give it to me. Hallelujah. He blessed it. He broke it. And he gave thanks and multiplied it. Ladies and gentlemen, all you got to do, well, God, I don't got much. Well, get it out of your hands and put it in the hands of the master. They used to say, all in his hands. I put it all in his hand. This or that. I'm going to put it right there and watch it multiply. It don't matter what it is. I may be low, but when I put my seed in the ground, it's going to multiply. The Bible says, give, and it shall be given unto you. It can't measure, press down, shine it together. Yes! Hallelujah! 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 Woo! Glory! Glory! I don't know about you, but I got some things I got to get in his hand. It's been in my hand too long. I got to put my marriage there. I got to put my finances there. I got to give it to church to her and say, God, here you go. I trust you in thee, O Lord. I put in my trust. All you can do is put it in God's hand. Ladies and gentlemen, there have been times even in this year, church was struggling financially. I said, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm just putting it out there. I refuse to manipulate anybody. I refuse to coerce anybody. I refuse to do something that I couldn't live with. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just keep on preaching and keep on teaching. The Lord said, don't worry about it. It's my bride in the first place. I'll take care of it. And let me tell you something. There's been times where I didn't see where it was going to happen. But what happened is, is that God came through, through different family, through different people in this church last second. I'll never forget the Sunday that, oh my goodness, Mother Gorham, and God bless her. Mother Gorham, who may be watching right now, she sat in there and said, how much is it? And she said, I'll give you the rest right on the spot what's the deficit i didn't know what to do but yet god in his infinite mercy it was able to come through every single time hey my god help me in here and guess what and when he gives it he don't give it oh my god as an indian giver he does even more than what you can even expect because you can't beat him giving no matter how hard you try What am I trying to tell you as I come to my seat? There's two things, ladies and gentlemen, is that you don't have to find different deities to fulfill different needs because it's all in Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't have to go. I don't have to. I can treat my spouse as my spouse and not my God because I don't, I'm not looking for what I need in them because I, I got it in him. Hallelujah. I'm not, I'm not seeking somebody else to be God for me because I know him for myself. Hallelujah. I don't have to go to a, a weather God. I don't got to go to the food God. I don't have to go to a harvest God. I don't got to go to any of them deities out there to get me to do something. I don't got to cut myself for nobody to move on me. I don't got to do some crazy ritual. I don't got to practice no crazy witchcraft. Why? Because I don't have that. Because I got it in Christ. Hey, my God. And I can say like David, I've been old, I've been young, and I've been old. 
but I ain't never see the righteous forsaken, nor is she begging for bread. He don't leave me hungry. Oh my God, help me in here. God, I praise you. Ah. Well, I end you with this. The second thought I got from this is why he's unique from the rest. As I end this message on his unique and his power, the same power that was in Christ Jesus. Point you yourself and say, it's in me. It's in me. It's in me. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give you, will give life to your mortal body. Oh, isn't that crazy? How immortal you are. How flawed you are. And God said, I want to make you my house. Because <laughs> the same power that raises the dead from the, oh my God, that raises the dead to life, that's, oh my God, that's able to lay hands on the sin. It's in you today. And if you got a family member, just lay your hand on her. Because you got power in Jesus' name. The Bible said, greater work shall you do in my name. Is that because you got the power of the Holy Spirit? The same power that dwelt in Holy Ghost. Oh my God, that dwelt in Jesus. That descended on him like a dove. Oh my God, at his baptism at the Jordan. Is the same spirit that is in you. He's not a ghost. He's not a myth. But he is the third person of the Godhead. And when Jesus said, wait in Jerusalem, for you shall receive the power of the Holy Spirit. And when you receive that power, that power helps you to live. That power helps you to live holy. That power helps you to live righteous. That power helps you to do creative things and start businesses and do great and marvelous works. That's the power. doesn't mean no he's God hey guys it's Bumi here at Transformation Christian Fellowship and I need you to go ahead and download our TCF Church app per usual you can catch our sermons inspirational messages and updates but we have something new our community circle chat feel free to go ahead and start engaging with us in the app in real time and of course you can still find it in the Google Play Store and the App Store don't miss out and remember Transformation starts here. <laughs> he don't, you don't have to believe. That don't take away his power. That's it. It's who he is. You can hate God. That's fine. It don't change his power. You can lie on him. Don't care. Don't change his power. Because there's testimonies who can speak to it. I don't know. I don't know whoever received a miracle in the last second, but you know that can testify of God's saving power. Somebody in their spirit just put it on them to bless you, and you knew that you didn't have much in your wallet anyway, and they gave it to you. Said, "Here you go." That's God Himself using people to do it. God spoke to them. Hallelujah. In the times where you didn't have nobody to call on, the power of God's comfort comforted those who mourn hallelujah 
I don't know what you're dealing with today. But you can't think that, oh, he's too powerful. He may not do it for me. God is no respecter of persons. The same God that did it for me can do it for you. I know, oh, it don't look too well. It don't matter about the looks. A lot of things don't look well. It don't look well. But look at somebody and say, it may not look well. But it's going to be well. <laughs> Woo! I praise you. It may not look like it. God ain't into looks. He's in the solutions. <laughs> hey, when the children of Israel was down at that Red Sea and the Egyptians was coming hard after them, it looked like they was going to die. Oh, but thou cease parted. <laughs> enemies you saw today you will see no longer cause that's the power of God stand to your feet and praise him praise him because of this power praise him because he's the omnipotent one praise him because he's all that and more hallelujah 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 I feel some breaking in this room this morning. I feel some breaking in here this morning. Break Holy Spirit. Break the Holy Spirit. Break Holy Spirit. Break. Yes. Yes. Yeah, lost. from beginning to the end there's no place for argument you are God all by yourself you are God from beginning to the end there's no place for argument you are God all by yourself you are God from beginning to the end there's no place for argument you are God all by yourself you call seasons and times in your head you brought light out of darkness <laughs> You don't need another mate 
to tell you who you are. Because <laughs> you are God all by yourself. You are God, hallelujah, from beginning to the end. There is no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. <laughs> Let's say that over your life. He is God from beginning to the end. There is no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. Because God is able to do just what he said. Somebody needs to know that this morning. He would do. <laughs> Ooh, we're going home. He's going to fulfill every promise to you. Oh, don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. Oh, don't give up on God. Cause he won't give up on you. He's able. Jesus today I hope that you heard about a man he different that's all I can tell you listen man wants to complicate salvation with God so bad oh I gotta do something you got to believe that's the first step the first step is just believe in your heart that he's real he died for you and I. That you no longer have to be bound by sin, shame, condemnation, or guilt. Not another day of your life. Today is the day of salvation. You may be saying, Pastor B, I drifted away from God. And I tell you, that's okay. You can make it right today. God ain't going nowhere. You did. But here's the great thing. He ain't condemning you. His arms are stretched out wide. Say, come home, daughter. Come home, my son. Today is the day of salvation. You said, Pastor B, I man, I've been looking around for a church home and I can't really feel the vibe at these other places. Well, you came to the right one. And I would love to be your pastor. I would love to serve you. Don't live homeless another day. Today is your home. 
Make today your day to get in the church home and give God your life. If you don't know Jesus, I'm going to render this confession today with you. But it's really the confession of your heart that makes you saved. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I acknowledge I'm a sinner. And I'm repenting of my sin. And I want to make you the Lord over my life. I acknowledge that you died on the cross, that you were buried, that you rose again, and that you ascended to the right hand of the Father just for me. Today, I want to make you the Lord over my life. Those of you watching online, those of you in person, if you made that call today, that confession of your heart, we're excited for you. Fill out that card. We're going to show you the next steps of salvation today. Hallelujah. If you're glad that you serve a God that's different, the one and only one-stop shop, give him a praise today. Hallelujah. Oh, no, 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 no. He's able to say, oh, 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 he's able. Everybody say. to give you a piece about certain decisions. The reason why you haven't moved on certain things or acted on it because you're not at peace. Because you don't know, you don't trust the voice of God that's speaking to you. That's telling you to do this because you're afraid of making a mistake. God said, what I'm telling you is not a mistake. I'm telling you this because this is setting up the next 10, 20 years of your life. That's what I'm doing. I think I may have to share this with the both of you after service because I'm going to say this after the mic. But I'm even saying, even concerned, and I'll never do this, but God has a special plan for the both of you. And um, 
hinder it today. In Jesus' name. I just sat down and knew what you were going with and then say this to you. God is giving you, going to settle you and he's going to give you some peace. You ain't going to have to go to sleep wondering because you're going to trust the voice of God today. You know the difference between you and your flesh. You know. The thing about it is I don't know you from here to the blue, but analytical side of you just is keeping you from certain things. And I'm trying to tell you, that's good to be analytical. I know a lot of them. Look at him. You have to really talk him through a lot of things. But I'm telling you this because I don't want to see you talk yourself out of what God is trying to talk you into. And as a mouthpiece of God this morning, God's going to sell you. He's going to give you peace. And it's okay to walk into those things. Even while others around you may be trying to discourage you. <laughs> hey! I hear this so well. Sweetie, God going to upgrade your whole friend list. Because they just mad at what you got. <laughs> Woo! I praise you in here this morning. It's coming. Settle in peace. I'm done. I'm done. I thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm done. I thank you, Lord, today. God's going to do it for you. God's going to make a way. And also, I can't say nothing to you and not say nothing to him because I, I hear this too. Brother man, same thing. God's going to settle you. God's going to give you peace. But not only this, but there are some things that <laughs> I won't say that. I'll say this to you, and you'll know what I mean when I say this, because I'm not trying to put no life business out there. But I'll say this to you. There's life-altering decisions you want to make, but you're not sure that you can make it at the moment. Because you're worried about position. You understand what I'm telling you without saying it over the phone and nod your head. If that makes sense. All right? Blink twice. Nobody's watching. <laughs> But I'm saying this to you because God's going to do a work in your life. And God is going to make, in the coming months and weeks, you're going to see the manifold wisdom of God and display in your life, man. Here's my challenge to you, though. When you see it, don't let nobody discourage what you're seeing. All right? When you see the manifold wisdom of God, also be careful who ear you give your who, who, who you give your ear to. Because not everybody is on the... Not everybody wants to live in the righteous way of life. You get what I'm saying? You've got to be careful who you give your ear to. Because if you do it, if you listen to what God tells you correctly, 
God's gonna let God's gonna show you in the coming days. And it's almost gonna be like what he show you is gonna be like a interesting chain of events yeah. that's gonna happen. Yeah. That's how you're gonna know. It's gonna just be like it's gonna be like real interesting things that you like, man, this this don't normally happen to me. Why is this person talking to me like that? It's gonna be through people, it's gonna be through opportunities. And I also pray this over your life that God will give promotion to you. And God is giving you direction. And God is going to God is going to use you for his glory too. If you are obedient to him. And if you all and if you do it God's way, I promise you, you will be set up better than any of the rest of the people you know. Mark my words. In Jesus' name. Praise God for that. Alright. Amen. Come on, celebrate Jesus like that word was yeah. for you. Don't be jealous. <laughs> Don't be jealous. Celebrate Jesus. Amen. God is doing amazing things in our midst. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you would subscribe so you can continue to be empowered by the latest message. For more information about Transformation Christian Fellowship or Pastor Brandon Hill, visit our website, transformationchristianfellowship.org, or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to the number 94000 or visit our website. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.